Talk Radio 96.7. We are talking sports with the guys from Polk County Sports Marketing and Tourism. Sports Central. Sports Central brought to you by Harry's Seafood Bar and Grill. And your host, Ryan Buckley. Welcome to Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7. Eric, great to see you again, sir. I think uh, we didn't see you. Last week was like a leap week. Yes, it does seem to be that. A little while since we've had uh, both of us together in the house. Yes. It's been too long. Not just us, Marky Mark McCullum here as well. Good to see you, Mark. How are you doing today? Amazing. Excellent. Incredible. Fantastic. Incredible. Awesome. Uh, well, good to be back. Good to be seen. Um, let's good dive. to be heard, actually. Oh, I think, right? good to be heard. Yes. They can't We're see us. On the radio. Good call, yep. Mark. You're welcome. Um, let's dive into it. we got a lot of stuff to get to. We also, in our second segment, will be talking with Melanie Ayers from Sun and Fun yep. about an upcoming December event that they have, which will be really exciting to hear about. Let's not waste any time. Let's dive right into let's it. Let's get to it. A lot of football that's been happening, um, obviously, at the high school, collegiate, and professional level. Um, college is starting to wrap up in terms of the top four rankings. We've seen a lot of shuffling over the last couple weeks. This past weekend, I think one of the games that we talked about was the Ohio State-Purdue because Purdue had kind of had this reputation. Yeah, they've kind of been the giant killer. Setting, yeah. Yeah. You know, top four, top five teams played Ohio State, the number four team in the nation. How did that go this weekend, Mark? Yeah, Ohio State, they beat number 19, Purdue, 59-31. to So Purdue not able to repeat the magic that they've had uh, a couple times this season when they knocked off, I think, Iowa was – Number four, or yep. number two, when they when they beat them in Iowa, and then uh, who was the other one? Michigan State, Michigan uh, State, uh, Michigan State, right? Yeah, yeah, because Michigan State comes a win over Michigan and right. then loses the week after. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty crazy stuff. Uh, speaking of the Michigan teams, uh, Michigan uh, beating Penn State twenty-one to seventeen in that matchup. So a big win for them, considering the Ohio State loss, obviously. Yeah, and we were talking about it in the office this week. Uh, interesting ending of the season can happen in the Big Ten. Um, yeah, the, especially in the East Division. Uh, Ohio State, Michigan State, Michigan, all at, at nine and one, and I think Ohio State's undefeated in the conference, while Michigan State and Michigan have one loss. And then Michigan, Ohio State plays both Michigan State and Michigan, and Michigan coming up the next two weekends. So. It's gonna be really exciting to watch. A lot of shuffling, and it, you would imagine one of those teams, depending on how the season ends, gets that last four spot. Right. right? Um, so it'll be interesting to see yeah. there. Cincinnati might have something to say about that. Um, Maybe. Although they've dropped in the rankings just because of the, the quality of wins that they're having. Yeah, and they haven't. Yeah, and they haven't put up uh, great performances against teams that are definitely some subpar in their in their conference. No, so. yeah, no, 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 totally agree. Um, now on the upset side of it, we did see a couple upsets this past week. Yeah. Uh, starting with Baylor beating Oklahoma, which was a big one, a top ten team going. Yeah, down. big loss for Oklahoma. They were kind of all on the outside looking in for the top, the final four, uh, as it was, as it is, and then yeah. they lose uh, uh, Baylor. Um, so. It'll be tough to, if for Oklahoma to find that way in the playoffs. I'll tell you what, one that surprised me was Ole Miss beating Texas A&M. I thought this mm. was a big game for A&M. It would have been a really tough-ranked opponent win. And with a lot of the top 10 teams not necessarily losing but having close games, it could have propelled them yeah. to a higher spot within the top yeah, 10. Yeah, and that loss for A&M kind of impacts Alabama too, right? Because A&M, Very massive. they beat Bama earlier in the season. So yep. that loss to A&M only looking uh, worse for Alabama. Well, I'll tell you what, though. Conversely, for A&M, now they beat Ole Miss. So they've beaten Alabama and Ole Miss on their resume. No, the so, Ole Miss actually beat A&M. No, no, that's what I'm saying. So if okay. A&M would have beaten Ole Miss, they would have had Ole Miss yeah, and yeah, Alabama yeah. on their resume. Yeah, definitely. Would have helped greatly. Right. Um, for the Florida teams, um, boy, Florida made it interesting, but they eventually beat Sanford. This looks like a basketball score. 70-52. to 52. Yeah, you are correct. Um, very close. Uh, Sanford played very well in the first half. Florida eventually figured out a game. Some tough times in Gainesville. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Gator fans. And uh, this one, depending on who you're rooting for, was a good game. Florida State beating Miami 31 to 28. Exciting game, actually. Exciting, good football. 
Eh, close, know, close game football. It was at a wedding, and I was watching it. Uh, oh. Really tough time to have a wedding during a Florida State-Miami game, but mm. we persevered. Uh, Proud of you. Let's look, Thank you. The bride and groom were not. Uh, let's look ahead to this week. What are the big games we have coming up? So Michigan State heading to Columbus to take on number four, Ohio State. Game of the week, uh, top you know, top matchup in the Big Ten. Implications nationally in both in their conference. Uh, the winner likely, you know, if they went out, likely heading to the college football playoff. So uh, big implications there. And the number 12, Wake Forest, visits Clemson. Um, see if Clemson can kind of rebound this season. Yeah. Not the season they were expecting. So see if they can beat a, beat a top uh, 15 opponent. Uh, number 25, Arkansas, faces number two, Alabama. Another challenge for Alabama. We'll see if they are up to the task. And then number three, Oregon, faces number 24, Utah, uh, in another top 25 matchup. Big game for Oregon. Um, you know, heading into Utah. Uh, trying to keep keep their top four spot for the playoffs. Absolutely uh, massive yeah. game for Oregon as they go into Utah. A couple of good games this week that you mentioned, Mark. Let's bring it more close to home. Um, your team, no pun intended, is on fire. Um, the Southeastern University football team, El Fuego, um, <laughs> ending the regular season on a five-game win streak. So yeah. a lot of positive notes to take there. Um, this past weekend, Mark, give us the uh, news. Yeah, they beat uh, Florida Memorial twenty-eight to seven to clinch their fifth straight conference, or not their fifth straight, their fifth conference title. Uh, Lauren Parker once again led the way for SCU with one hundred and fifty-three yards on twenty carries, uh, and as you mentioned, a five-game win streak to end the season. It's fantastic stuff right there. Um, glad to see that Southeastern University once again continuing to grow their football program, continuing to have success uh, in that avenue. Right. I know we're getting tight on time. We talked a lot of football right there. Let's kind of switch it up and go to the high school focus. This week, Mark, uh, you focused on soccer as well as girls basketball. Yeah, different um, sports, uh, you know, up and coming, starting uh, now that the uh, seasons are changing. So yeah, yeah, shout out to Ledger for all the coverage that we're able absolutely to, you know, yeah. to uncover on a lot of these different games. But talk a little bit about um, the two soccer games. Yeah, so on the boys' soccer side, Auburndale beat Lakeland Christian six to one. Junior Mark Metellus scored three goals, his second consecutive hat trick in the last two matches, so a strong start for him. And then sophomore Tyler uh, Sievert finished the scoring for the Bloodhounds with a goal of his own. Um, and goal freshman Austin Newburn had three saves in 80 minutes. And then senior Sido Tavaria scored the only Vikings goal with an assist from David Fernandez Mora. Um, so <laughs> there's a lot of names you had to fit in. I there. powered through that. <laughs> I was not taking any pause. Eric, how did he do on the names? Did it all sound good? No, oh, we got the thumbs Two up. Thumbs from Eric. Up. Okay, it Two sounded good. Up. Yeah, he's keeping us honest in there to make sure we they sound it. good. We need it. <laughs> oh Lord, do we? <laughs> um, okay, and then in a different game, Frostproof Haines City, the five-five tie, ten-goal game over there in Frostproof versus Haines City. Uh, they had the Bulldogs had a four-two lead after 40 minutes. Haines City came back. Uh, they scored three goals in the second half. Um, to level the match uh, and eventually tie that game. Uh, senior Kaylee, Re- Kaylee Ruiz scored three goals, so a little hattie there with two assists. Oh, big game. And then, big, big match, excuse me. Um, her t- <laughs> <laughs> um, and then her teammate, Sundish Joyad, uh, freshman had two goals and an assist, and sophomore Chloe Hurst also with an assist. That was my best attempt. That was beautiful. At uh, and then Mark... Uh, last one before we go to break. Talk about the girls' basketball side, the George Jenkins-Lakeland game. Yeah, we mentioned Sanford-Florida being looking like a basketball game. This looked like a football game score. Uh, <laughs> George Jenkins beat Lakeland on the girls' basketball side 60-10. to wow. uh, Sophomore Mary-Kate Benham scored a game-high 13 points, 7 in the Eagles' 29-point second quarter. Uh, George Jenkins was out to a 50-5 first-half lead. Um, and then freshman did Taylor— you, Did you say 13.7? 
game high 13 points, seven points in the Steelers' oh, 29 point second okay, quarter. I'm sorry. Excuse you. I thought you said 13.7 points. My that's incredible. That's her, yeah. yeah. She averaged a point. Yeah, she's got a fraction of a point. Um, let's see. Freshman Taylor Gibson finished with eight points. Kasira Weston scored seven. Ooh. J- Jalia Bird scored, added five points for the Eagles season opener. And then for the Dreadnoughts, Etoanke Lopez with five points. So Amazing stuff. Half, half of the Lakeland's points. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing, Amazing stuff right there. Congrats to George Jenkins on the big win. Thank you again for a spot. Uh, putting a spotlight on all the talent that's present in Polk County, not just in football, which we tend to focus on, but in all the different disciplines in sports. Uh, when we come back from break, again, we're going to have Melanie Ayers from Sun and Fun on to talk more about the event in December, some of the other stuff they have going on over there as well. So don't go anywhere. Stick right here to Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7. Hey, let's dive into Sports Central. Talk Radio 96.7. Brought to you by Lake Myrtle Dental. Let's get back to it. Here's Ryan and Mark. Seven. Uh, a lot of football that we talked about, and we brought it back to more local, you know, with Southeastern. And speaking of local, a lot of local events that we always talk about coming up, but really excited to talk to both Melanie Ayers and Anitra Goddard, who I believe are with us on the phone right now. Are you both there? We sure are here. Glad to talk to you both. Awesome. Great. Thank you both so much for your time. We appreciate it. We know that coming up, we have the Sun and Fun Holiday Fly-In Festival and Car Show. And as a part of that, the Short Takeoff and Landing Competition Series. There's a lot right there. Can you guys kind of unpack both uh, the fly-in and holiday festival and then also the short takeoff and landing competition for the viewers or for the listeners, rather? (laughs) Viewers. I hope they're not watching this. Yeah, we're really uh, excited about this holiday flying and car show, flying festival and car show. And we've got planned flying events uh, in the evening. Uh, We've got a hot air balloon glow as well as some flybys and Paradigm aerobatic demonstration team going on as well. Um, and then, of course, we have our Spirit of Lakeland, which is going to be debuting at about 5.30 that evening. And that is uh, our his, this was created to serve a mission to teach people with limited uh, use of their limbs how to fly. So we're really excited to bring that to the community. And then Saturday... We have none other than Santa and Mrs. Claus at our North Pole, and Santa will be flying in on a beautiful red sled airplane provided by Waco Aircraft. Wow. Oh, that's that's, that's going to be something to yeah. see. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. It will. And, and this is a, um, an, um, a water plane, so it's going to be quite a, uh, a sled for Santa Claus to, fall out, to climb out of. And then um, Saturday we've got our BMX track stars. And uh, we'll have a children's activity area. So uh, the gates open on Friday at 11 o'clock, and we're open until 8 p.m. with an evening event. And then Saturday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And headlining this event is our um, national stall competition, and we're really excited about that. I'm going to let Nanisha tell you all about it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Melanie. I appreciate that. So we're really excited to be back at Sun and Fun. This is our second year, uh, kicking off our second season at Sun and Fun with the Central Florida Classic Stole Competition. And for the listeners who may not be familiar with the term stole, that is short for short takeoff 
and landing. Uh, what we've done is we've styled it after the uh, Alaskan bush pilots where they have no um, other options but to land in, in little short openings and patches in the trees. And what the National Soul Series has done is we've taken that concept and we've turned it into a competition where you get to win bragging rights, trophies, and really great prizes. Fantastic. And we, we understand, like, you know, from a, from a sun and fun perspective – such a great layout. It's going to be awesome to have people back uh, during this holiday time in more of a capacity maybe than years past uh, or rather than last year and the year before. So it'll be fun to get people out there. And for people that do want to go out there, kind of give them a lay of the land. You know, what can they expect when they get there? Uh, if there's admission pricing, like what, what should a spectator know when they go to the event? First, uh, sure. So we um, the admission is twelve $12 a person um, up to the gate. Um, the day of the event, it's $15 a person. Children 12 years and under are free, and all the proceeds will be benefiting Sun and Fun's Aerospace Center for Excellence and STEM Education programs, which benefit the children here locally in Polk County. Um, the layout of the land is um, uh, it's about 200 and roughly 220 acres. Um, that includes the, um, the, the, there's a campground for people who want to camp out during the weekend. Um, as well as the core area. It's, so it's, it's much, it's smaller than our aerospace expo that we have in April, but it's very substantial with the soil competition uh, go, um, location to the right of the gates when you come in. And then straight ahead is the car show. And through the trees is all of the exhibits that we have going on in the kids area. That's fantastic. So just a lot for, for a lot for people to do when they get there, yeah. right? Just I mean, a ton of options when you look left and right. Uh, highlighted by Santa getting out of a water plane. That, That's going to be You got amazing. me on that one, Melanie. Yeah. I wasn't ready for that. So I am excited to see uh, that in action. Yeah, we're really excited about that. Waco Kitchen, um, they're a sponsor of ours here at the Holiday Flying Festival and Car Show. And they are also going to be opening a new restaurant at the uh, Lake Linder International Airport. So we're oh, wow. really excited about their participation here. And that is the uh, Waco Kitchen. Oh, that's fantastic. That's great, yeah. Little nugget to know there for the listeners. That's yeah. awesome. Um, Anitra, yeah. Anitra, a question for you in regards to the uh, the stole competition. You know, talk about where the participants are coming from. You know, how uh, you talked a lot about like, what the event will look like and, and kind of the, the logistics of it. But where are people coming from to participate as they go to Lakeland Linder and Sun and Fun? It's really exciting. Um, our competitors are coming from a far, as far away as Canada. We've got competitors coming from Minnesota, Texas, Idaho. Uh, those are a few I can think of um, just off the top of my head. Um, it, it, there's a lot of great community culture that's been built around this series, which is my favorite thing about it. Um, you know, we'll be taking a 45-minute lunch break, and a lot of these pilots, are very well known within the Stoll community uh, for those that are competing on our series level. And they're so humble and so community-driven. And when spectators come in who, who are fans of these pilots, they can go into the pits and ask them questions about their airplanes and meet the pilots. And everyone's just so helpful and kind. And I'd like to add that we have one of our very own um, um, Lakeland um, Aero, Club. Aero Club students um, performing in this show as well. So we're really excited to see how he'll play. 
Oh, fantastic. So we have someone represented from the hometown as well. So a little bit of well, uh, that home like ground. Someone, that's so, right. It sounds like someone's coming from the North Pole as well. That's right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> we have people from all as far as Canada, the North Pole, yeah, and then yeah. Lakeland. Right. <laughs> so we're very well represented <laughs> here at the event. That, that, we'll have to see if that Waco can uh, compete in the skull competition, maybe an exhibition. Oh, that <laughs> yeah. would be phenomenal to watch. <laughs> Um, well, listen, for uh, I know there's a lot we probably weren't able to get to, but for listeners that want to uh, just learn more information, is there a website that they can visit, um, not just for the admission cost, but just to learn more about both events? Absolutely. You can go to our homepage at flysns.org and look for the, uh, the banner on there that's Holiday Flying Festival, and it'll take you straight there. Awesome. And then, Anitra, anything from the uh, the Stoll competition? Is there a separate website for that, or can we access that through the same webpage? You can access all of our information right from the Sun and Sun web- website for this event. Awesome. Well, fantastic. And just as a reminder for the dates for that event, um, we are looking at, is it December 3rd? Am I getting that right, or is it December 2nd? December 3rd and 4th from uh, Friday 11 to 8 and Saturday 9 to 5. Well, there you go. Really Great. excited for the events. Coming up before you know it, we're going to have Thanksgiving, and then bam, yeah, we're going to be right at the here. event time. I'm sure you guys are well aware of that. <laughs> but we we <laughs> are... We, yeah, so, well, we, we are very excited. Appreciate the both of you working on bringing such a fun event into the Polk County community and look forward to supporting the event and seeing you guys there because this is going to be a lot of fun to check out. Uh, thank you both again so much for your time and availability. Thank you both as well. You have a great night tonight. You both as well. Thank you. Awesome. We're going to talk about that a little bit more when we come back from break, and we'll get into a little bit of a pro sports update as well. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Talk Radio 96.7 Sports Central. We are talking sports in Sports Central as we get back talking sports. Sports Central brought to you by the Lakeland Ledger. Your host this afternoon is Ryan Buckley. Thank you, Eric. Welcome back to Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7. Eric, have you ever been in a water plane? Have I ever been where? In a water plane? A water plane? No. No, no? I've never, never been on a water plane, no. Mm. There goes my thought. Fo- my follow-up question is if you've ever been in a water plane dressed as Santa. No. Which can't happen if you haven't been in a water plane. No, no, so. that's, that's <laughs> physically impossible. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, excited for that event coming up. Great to hear from Melanie and yeah. Anitra in terms of what that event will look like in December 3rd and 4th at Sun and Fun. So great awesome time seems like for everybody i mean they got a lot of different things going on over there quick shout out to paula from florida southern just sent me a text saying hey is that you on sports central i was like well yes it was so just appreciate that nice little text you know always do you feel good about that you feel good oh 100 100 100 so thank you paula look forward (laughs) to seeing you soon um all right pro sports update let's do it let's talk about it um obviously mlb world series braves get the w in the world series get the ring now starts the free agent part now yep. starts the moving the pieces, season. who's going where, keeping track of people. Uh, kind of interesting, too, uh, especially with the CBA ending. Yeah. Um, so some players might want to get their deals done before that new agreement because they don't know what that future looks like. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. We heard from Ron Myers today. Crazy thing. hundred five days away from spring training being back in Lincoln. Wow. It's going to go by like a blur. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're already Thanksgiving next week, so it is moving fast Definitely. so far. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, speaking of the Detroit Tigers, they actually had a big splash to start yeah. the agency. Yeah, uh, starting pitcher Eduardo Rodriguez agreed to a five-year deal worth $77 million uh, with the Tigers, bringing veteran experience to a young uh, rotation. Uh, Rodriguez coming over from the Red Sox. Yep. Uh, had a couple good years there. He did. Um, crucial in their playoff run uh, this season. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so we'll see if he can bring that over to Detroit. It's kind of interesting. It seems like pitchers were the big talk on the first couple of days, right? You had Noah Syndergaard going to the Angels. Mm-hmm. That was a big one on a one-year deal. And then we talked about this right before we got on the show, but the Blue Jays uh, with uh, Jose Barrios to a seven-year, $131 million yeah. contract. Their rotation is looking stellar right now. I mean, they have the Cy Young Award show. winner, Robbie Ray, yeah. uh, just announced last night. And then Barrios, an amazing pitcher in his own right. So, And speaking of Cy Young Award winners, we would be remiss if we didn't mention uh, from the Rays. Randy Rosarina being named AL Rookie of the Year, deservedly so, by the way. And yeah. Kevin Cash, most likely deservedly so, being named AL Manager of the Year. So hats off to the Rays yeah. on their continuous improvement. Yeah, no, in terms of no wonder why they were the team with the most wins in the American League. So, 100%. Yeah. Obviously disappointment when it comes to sure. the playoff turnout, but nonetheless still a good year for yeah, them. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, let's shift to the NFL. Kind of a surprise. Uh, in, actually, a lot of surprises A couple this surprises week. Yeah, there's a team lot this week. A lot yeah. of big stuff that happened this yeah. week. Um Talk about the. This was kind of a shocking one. The uh, the Bucks playing the Washington football team. Yeah, I caught the beginning of this game and I saw that Brady already thrown two interceptions in the early going. I was like, wow, this is this could be uh, something here. Yeah, uh, and, it, and it turned out to be something. Uh, the Bucks they <laughs> lost twenty nine to nineteen to the Washington football team in a rematch of the NFC Wild Card game a season ago. Tom Brady threw those two costly interceptions in the first quarter that allowed Washington to get an early lead. Uh, they'll host the New York Giants on Monday Night Football this week. Uh, it's funny, Taylor Heineke, the Washington quarterback, really only comes out to play against the Bucks. <laughs> um, against Tom Brady. I mean, against Tom That's Brady, that only... guy is Tom Brady. <laughs> it's, it's, it's insane to it's watch crazy. how he improves against the Bucks. Yeah. It's, actu- it's actually kind of And a defense for Washington that's kind of been subpar so far this season. Yes. High, high expectations coming into the season. Uh, they played you know, great this past Sunday. And they lost uh, Chase Young during the game, yeah. and he's out for the year. Yeah. Um, tough, so that was tough blow. That was a huge loss for them. I right. mean, they're in a, in a division that's rather weak outside of Dallas, mm-hmm. and you got a lot of division games left. So you yeah. figure they could squeeze out a couple. We'll see what happens there. Um, going to a different Florida team, the Jaguars looked really rough in the first quarter. I think they were down like 17 nothing in the blink of an eye. Yeah. And out of nowhere, same thing. I kind of watched the first quarter. I was like, well, that game's already over. I flip back. I'm like, it is a six point game. It's yeah. insane how close it is. Almost coming back 23 to 17. Uh, James Robinson carried the ball 12 times, 57 yards, and a touchdown in the loss. They host the 49ers, which is a big game for the 49ers this Sunday at 1 p.m. Yeah. I will talk about this because I'm sure you don't want to. I thought you were going to make me say it. Nope. No, I wouldn't do that to you. I'll mention this quick. Uh, Dolphins winning their second straight game. They are in Fuego uh, against the Baltimore <laughs> Ravens. 22 to 10. Very surprised at that one. Uh, they improved the 3 and 7 this season. Uh, Tua entered the game in relief of an injured Jacoby Brissett and a little role reversal right there. Completed 8 of 13 for 158 yards. They're going to play the Jets in New York this week. So a division and game. And obviously, up there. you know, disappointed in that. Um, kind of yeah. on my Thursday, but still, hats off to the Dolphins. I mean, they had an amazing game plan uh, and took advantage of a Ravens team that honestly wasn't look, didn't look ready to play uh, on a short week. Really great game plan. Yeah. I mean, fantastic game plan against a very tough opponent. Um, so we'll see what happens there as they go up to New York. Coming up, and then the way the Patriots are playing, they're starting to really hit their stride. So that division, yeah, kind of that is scary for the AFC the teams. Oh, we thought the Patriots so. were done, and here they are. Just the opposite. Yeah. They are starting to really play. Um, the Orlando Magic. They had a game yesterday as well. I'll take this one. Don't worry. I'll yeah, burn myself at the stake. So <laughs> they played the New York Knicks. Um, beat the Knicks again. So that's twice this season they found a way to beat the Knicks. Um, Cole Anthony, really great game. He's actually had a couple of good games this year. Um, he's averaging 20.2 points, six rebounds, and just over five assists per game. And they're going to go ahead and play the Brooklyn Nets tonight, um, which will be an interesting one because Brooklyn's kind of been 
wishy-washy with the whole Kyrie situation. Yeah. So, not a whole lot of time on the court together for them. So we'll see We'll see how that season turns around. No, so we'll see what happens there. What yeah. about the other uh, Florida team? Yeah, my Heat, the Miami Heat are off to a great start again, 9-5. and five. Uh, They hosted the New Orleans Pelicans last night. Tonight they welcomed the surprise Washington Wizards, who are 10-3. and three. I saw that, and I was like, are you serious? Yeah, they, they have a lot of great synergy right That's now. They're, crazy. they're fun to watch. Um, but yeah, center Bam Adebayo is a player to watch for the Heat. Uh, he's averaging 19.7 points a game. Just over 11 rebounds and 2.7 assists per game. So and Miami should be a pretty consistent team this year, yeah. um, especially with Tyler Harrow and another good, yeah. you know, building year for and him. And the East is shaping up to be a interesting uh, postseason outlook. You know, with there's, the, with there's the, a lot of parity in terms of like the game over game, and you find that a lot of teams in there are sitting kind of in that six through ten spot, or mm-hmm. all kind of back and yeah. forth. So it'll be interesting. But a lot of Knicks surprise teams. I mean, the Bulls, again, this year yeah, are, are back uh, so far. The, oh, they are back. So far. That is yeah. a very dangerous team. Yeah. And then who knows what the Nets are going to be. Obviously, the Heat, uh, the Wizards, as we mentioned. So yeah. reigning champion Bucks are in the East. They are. Um, a lot of talent. They are. And a shout out to the, I know, oh, we'll, we'll get to this in the next segment, so I'll leave it there. Um, one last uh, area to cover, and why don't I just once again cover this one? Because this will be fun for me to talk about. <laughs> Uh, Tam Bay Lightning playing my New York Islanders. They win 4-1. Islanders the next day go to play the Florida Panthers. They lose 6-1, so just an awesome result there. Uh, but in all serious, both Florida teams playing as expected, finding their stride. The Lightning go to 8-3-3. and um, Victor Hedman had two assists in that game. They're going to play uh, the Flyers yep. is their next game, which should be a tough game for them. Uh, Panthers are just on fire. You would have thought with the whole Joel Quenville situation, mm. they would have kind of pumped the brakes. Yeah. Hasn't really happened, and I told you this was the team to beat. You did tell I me that. at the start of the year, you this is going to be that. the toughest team to yeah. play. Carolina maybe has something to say about that. I don't think so. I think this is the best team in the NHL. Uh, Patrick Hornquist, an interesting pick up there. Tally to goal and an assist in the win. They're going to play the Devils tonight. So a lot of good stuff on the Florida hockey teams. Again, bold prediction. The Pan- I don't even think it's bold. The and Panthers are just going to be yeah. better than the Lightning, yeah. I think. I think they're going to go far in the postseason, so we'll see. Um, any other thoughts on that, Mark, on the NHL side? Not a big NHL follower. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to blitz through that to get over the you know Knicks and Islanders back and forth. <laughs> I thought, let's fly through it's this always inter- I love watching it, though. It's always a great time going to the light- a Lightning game. And then especially watching postseason hockey on TV, it's always exciting. You know, I do have something on this. We talked. We had the pleasure of uh, listening to Bob Crowley today in, yeah. the, in this morning over at the Lakeland Ice Arena. They are offering public skate. And they're doing a learn-to-play program, yeah. which is awesome, over at the Lakeland Ice Center. That is really cool. Highly recommended. He talked about it. Definitely check it out, we'll especially if you're into the sport. We'll have him on the show sometime. We're going to have him. Yeah. I, we are. We're going to do that. We're, we're going to have it. him on soon. Yeah. So he can talk about those programs because it is a very vast program. Mm-hmm. They have a partnership with the Lightning as well that yeah. facilitates that. So it would be great for him to kind of elaborate on that. But for public skating, it's available. Yeah. You can go online, check out Times um, on the Lakeland Ice Arena. So cool stuff there. Well, when we come back for our final segment, We'll talk a little bit on the local sports update. Got a little bit of a college update, Lakeland Magic update, Florida Tropics update, and then our local sports update. So don't go anywhere. Stick right here at Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7. Hey, but right now, let's get back to more of Sports Central. Talking sports with the guys from Polk County Sports Marketing and Tourism. And it's brought to you this segment by the Cleveland Heights Golf Course. Play some golf, just not in the rain. Your hosts this afternoon are Mark and Ryan. Or Eric, if you like me, if you're like me, it's pretty if much you like me. if you like me. I don't know if you do, but <laughs> if you're like me, usually you're out there and it just starts pouring on you. Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7. Eric, has that happened to you? Oh, yes. <laughs> That's probably happened to everybody. Sometimes we you live in Florida. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, welcome back to Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7. Last segment, man. Almost I'm excited. Yeah. It's going to be fun. So let's talk. We, we talked a little bit about local events. Our local team, Lakeland Magic, um, got their first win of the season against the New Mexico City team, the Capitanes, 103-98. I was at the game. It was a fun game. Oh, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Really close game back and forth. Kind of took the lead, and then it looked like in the last minute they were going to find a way to lose. (laughs) And they did not. I know. Close score there. Five points. So it it was actually a bigger gap. It was about like 10 or 11 entering the last like minute and a half, and Mexico City just Yeah, let's look at the box score for that. It did look like Magic had a— no, lead up yeah, to the fourth if, quarter. If you look in the fourth quarter, it yeah. just kind of condensed a little yeah. bit. It was a little scary for a little bit. But you know what? Sometimes in your defending champs, you get that first win. You get that you know pressure off the shoulders. And the seal's start, been broken. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you could start playing a little bit more loose Definitely. now. Um, their next game is tomorrow. They're in Greensboro playing okay. the Greensboro Swarm, Swarm, the Charlotte Hornets affiliate. Yep. Um, and there was other news out of the Lakeland Magic camp, yeah. Mark. Yeah, so USA Basketball, they announced that Lakeland Magic's B.J. Johnson will participate in the November 2021 USA Men's World Cup qualifying team training camp uh, and games on November 28th and 29th. Uh, So the USA squad, they'll they'll train uh, November 20th through the 25th at the University of Houston and will participate in the first competition window of the 2021 through 23 FIBA World Cup qualifying games. Uh, which are held in Mexico. The Americans will face Cuba on the 28th of November and will face the host Mexico on the 29th. Awesome. So it's great. It's great news for uh, BJ Johnson and the Lakeland Magic. Yeah. Awesome to have that, you know, a product in our own backyard representing Team USA. So in a way, Lakeland's presenting representing Team USA. Yeah. That's awesome. Great news. Congratulations to BJ Johnson and obviously the Lakeland Magic staff who have worked with him to yeah. develop his talent level. And nothing, it looks like more basketball uh, in Mexico with the Mexico City Capitanes. Uh, joining the G League and now with uh, this training site in Mexico. So Yeah, absolutely. Well, and speaking of basketball, let's stay on basketball. Let's talk about Weber. Um, talk about um, women's basketball. We had Alacher Graham named Women's Basketball Player of the Week after a 36-point performance against Ave yeah. Maria. Um, They're going to face North Florida later tonight in an exhibition. So hats off to her. Yeah. And then, Mark, what about uh, Warner University? So Warner's their men's basketball team is off to a three and one start this season. They suffered, they did suffer their first loss, unfortunately, to Wilberforce University, ninety three eighty five, uh, in their most recent game. Their next game is also an exhibition on Saturday against Florida Atlantic University. So it's cool to see some of our Polk County teams facing uh, some some higher level competition. Absolutely, and to stick with the basketball theme, first of all, our teams here are playing. Very yeah, well to really start the good. year. Polk State men's basketball. They're four and one to start the year. Quentin Flood led Polk, led Polk State to a 79-70 win against Gulf Coast State College, where he had 21 points and a perfect four and four from the field. So it must have been a lot of free throws, I'm assuming. I think it might have been three point range. Yes. Well, oh. that's so he's nine free throws then. You see what I'm saying? Well, if you have if you're yeah, okay. Four, I right. understand. I know math. Four for four. <laughs> uh, their next next game is Saturday against Indian River State College. And then what about Florida Southern? Yeah, Florida Southern's women's basketball team picked up their first win of the season against the University of Alabama uh, Huntsville on Saturday afternoon. The Mocs used an impressive third quarter to propel them to their 62-58 victory. Uh, they were trailing by one at halftime, but they outscored the Chargers 24-14, the third to pull away. Uh, and then they'll play against Saturday at Barry University. Awesome. Well, listen, around the county this weekend, a lot of events going on. No shortage of exciting events to go check out um, weekend before Thanksgiving. So plenty of stuff to do in the area. Uh, We heard about this this morning, but this weekend, Sunshine State Athletic Conference Football State Championships are going to be held at Bryant Stadium in Lakeland. Um, So it should be cool to check out on, obviously, the state finals there. Uh, So that should be a lot of fun. Uh, Mark, this event 
with Florida Half Century. Just a lot of people coming Huge. to this event, huh? Huge. Yeah, so Florida Half Century, they're having their 50s tournament November 20th through the 21st. Uh, it'll be softball at Auburndale Softball Complex, the Diamondplex in Winter Haven, and, the, and Walker Road in Lakeland. What do we do? We have like 140 teams. It was like some really it's high gonna number. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, that was upwards of almost a thousand participants. So Ooh, a lot of people yeah. coming out. That's awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. And great, bring that business into Polk County, right? Definitely, that's fantastic. Definitely. Uh, sticking with softball, USFA softball tournament. Um, that's a two-day fast pitch tournament over in Bartow. Um, and then Florida Elite Football, the conference finals, which is going to be at Tenerock High School this weekend. And then the final event is the National Youth Cheer Championship this weekend, which is over at Bryant Stadium. Should be about 700 participants out there for that one. So another good That's event. That's going to be crazy, yeah. And then, Mark, a quick look ahead, but to next week. Yeah, next week we'll have the Florida Alliance Youth State Championship. Uh, more football from November 26th to the 28th at Haines City High School. Right after Turkey Day. Yeah. So no shortage of events. We don't take breaks, even no. on the holidays. Don't no. take breaks. Shout out to the staff that's able to recruit these events in and yeah. help soak in some business job. coming into Polk County. It's fantastic. Uh, well, listen, these are not the only events happening throughout the county uh, this upcoming the weekend and through the November. Sun and Fun. Flying Festival. Sun weekends. and Fun. And there's a lot we didn't get to touch on. Yeah. So make sure you visit centralfloridasports.com and also check out visitcentralflorida.org. If you want to talk to Marky Mark, myself, or anyone else on staff, Jenna, give us a call. We had, we didn't Jenna, Jenna. And Jenna's not here. Do make sure Jenna's okay. Give us a call. 863-551-4750. A <laughs> lot of stuff that's coming up. Thanksgiving next week. Big stuff going on. We appreciate everybody tuning in to listen to us on Sports Central. Mark, a fantastic show per usual. Jenna, great I stuff. Wish, I wish you would have talked. She was silent the whole time. Come on, Jenna. Eric, it was a pleasure to be with you again, sir. It's been too long. Far Ooh, too long. Yeah, boy. Uh, And we look forward to seeing everyone next week on Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Everybody have a great weekend.